0: Are hot. <laughs> Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. Welcome to the show. dish Network, Channel 219, Pluto TV, Channel 240, 1029 on Samsung TV. Plus, you can follow us on all of the socials, including the Getter, uh, the Getter Chat, the Getter Feed. Uh, We're also on Truth Social, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, LFS6B. Follow and share, follow and share, follow and share. Uh, And welcome to a uh, Wednesday night. As you can tell, Damon is out tonight, so I'll be sitting in his chair holding things down. We've got David Zier joining
1: us tonight. How are you? Good. How are you? Nice to see everybody. Nobody laughed at my Rodney jokes before the show? No, of course not.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, exactly. I'll do Don Rickles tomorrow, I promise. (laughs) Wait, wait. Rodney had had what to say?
1: That's right. It sucks. That's
0: right. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, Slick
2: Rick is here doing sports. Slick Rick, how are you? Good evening, gentlemen. Great to be here.
1: Great to
0: see you. And uh, you guys, I guess you guys were at a uh, an event before you came here together. Now, did you go together or you just kind of ended up there at the same
2: place? Uh, that event was last Thursday. Oh, last we were talking Thursday. about
0: yeah. Oh, because I heard you guys talking about it before the show. I'm yeah, like, local
1: oh, right. 103.9 Long Island News Radio. You know, they have some of the syndicated national shows on, some local political shows. Um, but, like, I was, I was walking around there wondering, like, how is everybody still out of touch like, with what's going on? I was at another networking thing you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. and we're like, in so much trouble. Yeah. Um, okay. This is SOS time, and what everyone's clueless. What do you mean we're in so much trouble? Um, I think we're going to lose a third of our small contractors by winter. Oh, okay. So you're talking about the business? uh, Yeah, like everybody's still like you know all insulated from what's going on because you know Long Island has a heavy population of teachers and nurses and public you know uh, employees, and the problem is you know they don't feel the pinch. They're still making 150, 200 grand a year, but the average contractor. My friend owns a limo company. Thirty eight thousand dollars a week in gas. Used to be thirteen. Thirty eight thousand a week in gas. So we're getting crushed, and Granny's going to freeze this winter. Um, And everybody needs to wake up right now. And they're still Democrats. Like Long Island's full of Democrats. It's unbelievable. It it, it really
0: is crazily stupid. I think it's that whole union thing. Yeah, because so many state workers,
1: municipal unions too. Yeah, I think so. You know,
0: and of course they they get bullied into. You have to vote Democrat. We have to pay off our guys and make sure we keep getting our good contracts. That's the whole. And they don't have to
1: worry, like you know, you know, you're you're a glazer or a Uh, a mirror guy or you're a a carpenter or a framer or insulation guy, you don't have to worry, you know, uh, unless you're like a, a, you know, self owned business, you know, these guys have to wake up every day and scrap it out and make a thousand dollars a day to live, you know, uh, to keep their doors open. Um, I don't know. I I can't see uh, a good outcome to any of this. Sorry people.
0: (laughs) No, no problem. You can turn it it off now. And and, and then of course the fed, uh, you know, Pitches the uh, 75 basis points today. So that's not a good look. Um, You know, so that's going to, of course, affect interest rates moving forward. So we'll see how that starts to unfold. Um, Yesterday uh, was, uh, was a primary day, right, around the country. We yeah. A bunch, a bunch of big wins. Trump is now uh, – I just, I just keep looking at this number. I think it's like 123 and 8. Yep. He's got a record of 123 and 8. Yes. That's 123 wins and only 8 losses. And you start thinking, it's like, that's really – I would take that every day
1: right? the only race he lost yesterday uh, was Arrington which was a big loss right. in the congressional seat in South Carolina but you know I hear from the inside like people on the campaign were a little rhino and rejected like a real conservative ultra mega message uh, that was hers to win because she was really popular in January February at CPAC everybody was talking about Arrington mm-hmm. Uh, hers to lose and she lost it but trump won 95 percent of the races yesterday. yeah
0: but you know what uh, uh, from what i understand and i think this i saw this somewhere i think it was politico where there was an article about you know who um how you how if you're not the endorsed candidate and trump is like trying to to, to you know put his own person in there how you can still win as long as you don't go after trump like like the guy rice down in South Carolina. He, he tried devastated. to go after he, he tried to go after uh, after Trump. He voted, you know, he voted for the impeachment, all that stuff. Um he got slaughtered. And the
1: polls were lying. There was a poll that was 42 to like 25 in his favor 2 weeks ago, like MSN or one of these crappy, you know, outlets. Right. Um and he got slaughtered. Rice got slaughtered, deservedly so.
0: Yeah. But but from what they pointed out was that Nancy Mace played it smart. She she didn't vote for the impeachment. She was critical of him, you know, for the election stuff. But I guess she, she went out and, and she did a bunch of things that were still in line with most of his policies, the, the quote-unquote MAGA stuff.
1: And got Nikki Haley behind her, yeah. who I always said was not a real MAGA person. Right.
0: But you know what? She, she, you know, there, there, are ways, there are ways to do it. So we'll see what happens as that moves forward. Yeah. Who knows?
1: But, uh, but Texas, right? The Texas, race in Texas, Texas. was huge. What is that girl's name?
0: um maya yeah maya flores yes oh my goodness that that's all people
1: were talking about and that district since uh, 2010 has shifted about 25 points in the republicans favor who used to be very blue yeah
0: and what's interesting too is again and i said this when did i say this i want to say it was like september of 2020 i started saying it uh, when we were talking about, you know, all the demographics, you know, the black vote, the Hispanic vote, a- and I said it back then, the Hispanic vote is mostly conservative. Most of the people in the Hispanic community are conservative by nature. It's Rel- just, it's yeah. just the culture
1: we talk about right. nuclear,
0: nuclear family, religion. Uh, a lot of them, you know, they've seen the, the despots, you know, from, from the Cubas and the Venezuelas of the world, they sure. want nothing to do with that, you know, so they understand that. But I think it was that whole, you know, for so long they were voting Democrat just because that's what they were told to do and they all kind of followed along. Um, I think the light went on during the Trump uh, presidency. And now that, you know, now that they've seen and, you know, again, I, I, I go back to a culture thing where you see a strong male figure. That's part of the culture in the, in the Hispanic community. You, you, of yeah. course, you know, a strong, a strong mother, motherly figure, but also a strong fatherly figure. Um, when they see that they, they, you know, that, that, that's something that grabs attention because that's something that's drawn. It's cultural. You can't, you can't like, you know, just say, Oh, well, you know, vote for
1: us. We're better anyway.
0: It doesn't work that way.
1: There's an interesting dynamic going on. Uh, my prediction for what it's worth in the audience out there, uh, You know, Trump got about 29% of the Latino or Hispanic vote in the last uh, election, presidential election. I think it goes up to about 35 to 40, and that will change the dynamic of the vote. And also remember, Trump got 20% almost of black males. Uh, Black females um, don't like Trump. But um, I think it was like six, seven, eight percent voted for him. But it was almost twenty or at twenty for uh, black males. There's a sea change. Yep. They're tired of you know a hundred years of the democratic experiment that took the fathers out of the homes, and we have this incredible crime rate right now as well, a direct the, result hey, of it. They're Daddy waiting T. for
0: Big Daddy T, <laughs> right? That's right, Daddy T. I miss <laughs> Daddy T. True. There you go. <laughs> so you know what? There's that whole shift, and again. It's it's happening while he is not at, you know, while he's not president, but he's still getting out there, he's still getting the message out there. And people are starting to see, OK, you know what? Everything he said was right.
1: Seven dollars a gallon. Gases. Yeah. Gases through the roof. Ago. Inflation is coming up. Yeah.
0: And no matter what you want
1: to try and say, numbers don't lie. I don't even answer the liberals anymore. You know, I have these like disgusting people on Getter and, and stuff arguing with me. And they're so hostile and the most intolerant. And uh, we were talking about the primaries, how Trump's 110, 108, right. you know, 120 and eight, you know, that, you know, he he was saying that. Trump's gonna get his butt kicked yesterday in the primaries and I'm just like I don't even talk to them I just like just wait and see and then I block them (laughs) And I never have to deal with them again because they're either lying evil or stupid or both or all three. I don't know so um, it's really gotten to that point where You know my tolerance level has just dropped like so much for these people. I can't do it
0: Yeah, you know what? You're not the only one. I think a lot of us have kind of Kind of gone down that road. I know in terms of like using a Facebook or something, I'm rarely on there anymore. I really don't post anymore on it. I stopped doing that a
1: while ago. I'm down to 13 and a half hours a day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Rick? Uh, Yeah, I got about two hours a day worth of uh, the posting and checking stuff. You know, it's enough but i walked in last night my wife was sleeping it was like 3 15 in
1: the morning and her phone is in her hand and it's lit up <laughs> and she's sleeping she's oh, sleeping man. with her phone in her hand. it was very funny because she's always making fun of me oh you got the phones and i have two phones you know i got an android and an apple and she's always like you know you, you never stop you never <laughs> stop and then i walk in and she's like the screeds blaring at her face it's very funny right. so i'm gonna make fun of her all night all That's right. it.
0: well you know what we've got a packed show um you know and and again you know getting getting back to where we were saying so i'm sure a lot of you people out there are feeling the same thing you know what hit us up on the getter chat let us know you know what you're seeing what you're you know are you experiencing the same stuff are people are you noticing people starting to maybe Come around where you're like, uh, wow! I didn't expect to see that from that person, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Or uh, you know, or, or like David, uh, you're just like you're still seeing these people who just I refuse, haven't seen it as much as I want to look away.
1: I haven't seen it as much as I thought I would. <laughs> Give it to wait till September. It's amazing, right?
0: And and I think it's the uh, you know what? In, in keeping with that, I know it's early, but let's do the LOL of the day because it fits right into what we've been talking about. Check this out. You'll like this name. We might even play it an hour. I
1: need to laugh
0: quickly.
3: Prime said he's committed. Like what? Like oh trying to overthrow our country? <laughs> Hello. Where have you been dude? Wasn't did that you not watch no, no. no. Did
4: he tell him to go do that?
3: <laughs> yeah, he did tell him to go do that. Did uh, you watch the rally? I did. I can I can literally you gotta,
4: memorize the
5: quotes. You gotta, you're
2: hopeless. If you, you gotta, don't gotta, see it, you're hopeless. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, where did he, you gotta, where,
5: did he, where did he tell him to go do that exactly?
4: Like what part of it? The speech?
2: Where did he when Wait, he said? Like what did he say? Let's fight if
3: you don't. Fight, we're not going to have a country oh, you anymore.
1: The,
4: you mean the quote, fight like hell? Oh, yeah.
1: Bernie Sanders said that. A lot of other Democrats said that. And then when Trump say that, then it's bad, right?
3: Dude, you're a Trump fan?
1: Oh, yes, I am. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And I'm crazy. from Compton, and, so and, awesome. and guess what? And I'm from Compton, California, too. And I'm a Trump fan. Got the coin, too, in the back of my pocket. Proud, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Coin, too, witty. That was good. <laughs> yeah, California's a mess.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and what's so amazing? The old white hippie reverts to racism. Always, right there. Yep. you're yeah. a Trump fan, mm-hmm. based based on only what he looked like.
1: Yeah, I have a family member who like lives in a tree in the forest out in California, and they're like guerrilla warfare. They they are so anti-American, anti uh, anything to do with any type of conservatism, you know, and um, it's just like that out there.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. You know what? Uh, and there's a bunch of stuff from California. I noticed. Well, when we'll, we we'll, 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 we'll have a lot of viewers from California, so the sorry. stuff that we're sorry get to make to, fun. <laughs> that guy is actually out in California. That guy's awesome. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get the uh, we'll get things rolling along. Make sure you follow us on all the socials. I keep my 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 truth socials is going crazy. People are loving stuff. That's good. See? Oh, you know what it is? I posted a picture of David. (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) There it is. Let me see that. I don't have Truth Social
1: on my phone here.
0: All right, find us on Getter. Find us on Truth Social. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. Stay there. from studio six B on real america's voice it is a wednesday night sitting in for damon he's got the night off uh paul is out so we've got the one and only david zier sitting in doing news david tell them where they can see you on
1: saturdays uh breaking point with david zier what it's time a, a really good guy uh where? on real america's voice news 8 a.m eastern time um i've got a really great show i got some. Uh, Good guess. We're going to raise some cane. Yeah, who do you and, have this uh, Tell it like it is. Um, well, I have this guy, Michael Corbin, who won the primary in Georgia. Okay. Um, and then I have this um, this really great author. Um, you know, I, his name uh, is my. He's so great, uh, it behind. escapes you. Yeah, well, <laughs> he, he was just sent to me by a publicist. Robert Frost. The message is so great because, you know... Um, I got Robert Bork, Jr. maybe too for oh, really uh, yeah okay. he's going to talk about how this uh, vote in the Senate is like going to end capitalism uh we'll talk about that you know maybe the next time i 'm on here, but um and uh, I have this this author, but you know i i 'm going to focus also on the transgender thing there's so much uh going on across the country where we 're being told we have to accept this in schools and all this, so maybe we can get into some of that during yeah. the news uh newsy okay. stuff. You know, Michigan Attorney General said every school should have a drag queen in it, you know, so uh, yeah, we're um, in big trouble.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's not really something that we, uh,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: So, um, yeah, and we got a lot of exciting things coming on, too. So we're going to cover the New York gubernatorial uh, primary on June 28th. We'll be bringing you hits from the campaign headquarters of Giuliani and Zeldin, Uh, maybe Rob Astorino, and then there's Harry Wilson running. And I guess you guys talked about the debate last night. I didn't see the show. Um, But there's uh, another debate for Newsmax. There's supposed to be another one for Spectrum, and we're trying to organize another one. Um, But everybody's schedule is so jam-packed. Um, it's pretty, uh, incredible what's going on. Uh, and I, w- I just wanted to comment that, you know, I wish Giuliani would have said, cause I love Andrew and uh, I've been with Zeldin for many years. I love Andrew. I-, I like Astorino. He's a little liberal for me, but I wish Giuliani said, um, you know, I'm not coming to the debate. I'm not even coming remotely. Cause I think the other three candidates would have canceled it. Right. And, um, cause, uh, Zeldin texted me and said he would, uh, consider another venue if um, Giuliani didn't want to go, right. even even virtually. Yeah, he, he, so prob- that was he interesting. probably should have. Yeah. But you know what? I think
0: so. I, I can understand, you know, I can see both sides because, you know, he definitely doesn't want to miss it if they say, you know, what, what, if, what if all of a sudden the, the three other guys go, you know what, I guess we'll do it. And then he's like, oh, ah, yeah. now I'm out. You know well, what just, I mean? Yeah. So I, he's, got, he's, got, he's got to get there. And if, and if they turn yeah. around and cancel it, then he can say, well, you know, I, I was going to be piped in. So you know, but CBS this, an is there. a
1: disgrace. You know, what kind of soda do you like? Are you spin or yoga? Like, what? Do you, I mean, it's so demented what these networks do, and they give only the candidates a minute to respond, and then they cut off. I counted nine times they cut off Andrew Giuliani. So um, CBS is a joke. So they should have uh, boycotted it.
0: Well, they should be. They should do it here. They should. They should. You should. All right. So so breaking point, eight a.m. Mondays right here on Real America's Saturday Voice. Saturday
1: morning. You said Mondays.
0: <laughs> did I say Monday? I didn't say Monday. Why would I say Monday? I don't know. Did, did I say Monday? It sounded like Monday. Okay. Yeah, let's move on. Let's do sports. Slick Rick, what do you got, my friend?
2: All right. Well, brought to you by Slick Rick Sports, brought to you by Mike Lindale, MyPillow.com. Don't forget, Father's Day is just a few days away, so get those orders in. If you place an order tonight or tomorrow, hopefully you can get it by Saturday in time for Dad. Great slippers, sheets, you know the drill, the robes, the whole bit. Dad will really appreciate it. Give him something other than just a, a barbecue or a gift certificate to a, a restaurant. He would really appreciate something personal like a, a nice gift from Mike Lindell. So, uh, hey, NHL Stanley Cups, just about 30-45 seconds into Game 1. The finals. We're finally here, and it's the Colorado Avalanche hosting the three, well, two-time Stanley Cup champion. Looking to be three-time Stanley Cup champion. Hope I wasn't uh, I wasn't a Freudian slip because I bet <laughs> Colorado against Big D. But they're, uh, they're underway, and we'll We'll keep a track of that game tonight, um, and up. Uh, oh. The Ball Arena. There it is. I'm up $2,500 thanks to that win the other night with Golden State over Boston. We have uh, game uh, six tomorrow night. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, we're going to go $2,500 on tonight's game. I have the Avs. D has the uh, Tampa Lightning. I took the Colorado Avs. It's more of a personal thing. I don't want to see them win that third Stanley Cup, but if they do, they'll deserve it. And they're a great team, and uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of I'm betting more with my heart than my head. And uh, you know, Tampa may very well win that Cup, but I like the home ice for the Colorado Av Lynch. Game is underway, and uh, the Lightning are looking to become the first NHL Stanley Cup in nearly 40 years to win three state t- straight Stanley Cups, as my n- 1982 New York Islanders won the Stanley Cup. i never forget that, so I want to keep that streak going. And, uh, well, NBA Finals, NBC Sports, Boston, Darryl Hartwell is t- has a report that Warriors Steve Kerr makes bold declaration about Game 6 versus Celtics. The Golden State Warriors apparently have no plans to return to Nan Francisco unless the Larry O'Brien Trophy is in their hands. The Warriors are now one win away from an NBA championship after defeating the Boston Celtics 104-94 in Game 5 of the NBA Finals at Chase Center on Monday night. They will face a tall task in Thursday's Game 6 as the Celtics will have home court at TD Garden and Rick, they're 3-0 and in elimination games this postseason alone. So they are a hard, hard out. Uh, Steve Kerr wants his team have an aggressive mindset Thursday night, however, and didn't miss words with his message to the players just minutes after their Game 5 win quote, we're going to win. we're going to get this in Boston. We're going to finish this in Boston. Curry employed in his post game speech. So you know, coach kind of making a little yeah. bit of a guarantee, if you will. There, you know, that's always dangerous. Uh, so we'll see if they can live up to that. Uh, you know, Steph Curry and uh, Draymond Green. We'll see how they come out and if they can pull it out and take that championship in Boston. But ooh, that's going to be a good game. That's tomorrow night. And Big D and I got money on that as well. So uh, and uh, that's it, Rick and Sports for this segment. I got something coming up about live golf and the army navy annual football game is going to be taking a road tour the next five years talk All about right. that coming up
0: very good slick rick and thank you again again uh slick rick sports brought to you by mike lindell and my pillow uh let's kick it over to david david what do you got on your radar Any, anything that's been uh grabbing your attention here
1: uh yeah crazy people um okay yeah. <laughs> attorney general says a drag queen for every school says says they make everything better this is the attorney general in Michigan. Um, it's really incredible. But Marjorie Taylor Green introduced legislation uh, that would make it illegal to bring children to any drag performances.
0: Yeah, which, uh, you know what? I, and, I, and I think uh, that's, that kind of stuff is starting to pick up steam around the country. Because, you know, we've seen some of the, vo- the video footage of this stuff. And it's insane. And it's crazy. And it's stupid. And th- there's no need for it. I mean, what is, what is the benefit of having a drag queen?
1: In an elementary school. To build the LBGTQA agenda up. Right now, we have transgender young people in the U.S. have nearly doubled in the last five years in the United States, from about 150,000 to over 300,000 people. Now, they talk about this, like when you talk about the debauchery in Hollywood going on, why is the rate of transgenderism or people saying their kid is, you know, not one way or the other or non-binary, whatever the phrase is, you know why is it such uh, an accelerated rate over the rest of the United States because they're twisted and they have no morals and they think that 5-year-old should be hypersexualized um and you know it's really disgusting um so yeah it's doubled and it's a real concern 300,000 you know, it's in your face everywhere you go. Right, right. They forgot about the Ukraine all of a sudden. Yeah, because Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine exists. Isn't <laughs> LBGTQA friendly? None <laughs> of the regions in the Ukraine. You know. Um, and,
0: and plus, it's Pride Month. There's not enough room for Ukraine.
1: Anything, yeah.
0: You know, when there's Pride Month stuff going on. They they got stuff to celebrate. They don't have time for these, you know, people who are under attack. From I don't want to
1: hear about what you do in the bedroom. I don't care. I don't care. I don't discriminate against anybody. I do not care. I don't want to hear about it. I don't go around, you know, strutting my... Heterosexuality and pushing it on everybody. Well, I don't know it, about that. Okay, sometimes. <laughs> no, but it's uh, it, it's uh, it, it's crazy. It's uh, dementing our youth. Um, they can't think for themselves. Uh, I think if you're under 18, it should never, ever, ever be exposed to any of this. Um, you know, so that's it.
0: Yeah. All right. Very well said, from yeah. the heart. David Zier, just a taste of what you might get on Breaking Point, 8 a.m. on Saturday. Right here on Real America's Voice. We'll uh, come back. We'll do some more news. we got some great clips. And uh, all we need is you. So stay there. Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. live from studio 6b on real america's voice it's a wednesday night thank you for joining us remember like and share the show got a lot of people chiming in on the live chat on getter if you want to go and check it out for yourself go to real am voice on getter click on the uh, on the link there and it'll pop you right in you'll see our stupid mugs and but you'll see the chat where tommy <laughs> Brees, ultra maga denise for trump B. James, Big Chief, RavMod2, B. Mom, LFS6B fan, I hate Mark, you know. Hamachuk, uh, <laughs> Bessie327. Yeah, all Susie these three, people are in Susie there. They're, with three they're chiming away. And if you're on uh, some of the others, <laughs> Trump like Hat. the Discord chat group or the Telegram LFS6B chat group, we appreciate you guys. Um yeah, it's just a, another way of trying to get us and get the show out there and uh you know trying to do what we can to get you guys what you need moving forward. Cuz let's face it. You know, things things are things are things are crazy. As David was just talking about before the break, you know, the 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 whole push for the uh, the drag queen stuff and, and You know, you talk about the numbers jumping up with people who consider themselves or kids that consider. It's like, you know what? I've seen that before. I saw it in high school when I was growing up. The new thing comes in, right? And kids gravitate to it. Right now, the new thing is, oh, I'm going to be non-binary. They can't define what it is. They don't know what they're talking about. But they just figure, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make my hair green. I'm going to wear this. I'm going to say that. You've you got to call me a light switch. I'm going to be a dog. It's, it's just, these are the kids that are very impressionable. And That that's they're fine, at that right.
1: age. They're impressionable. And pre-adolescence right. and adolescence, you know, there's no masculinity. There's no father figures in the household. They're being told. That, and you turn on the TV. Every other show is LBGTQE, Queer as Folk, all these right. shows. Everything. And it's hard to watch. I've canceled like almost all of my subscriptions, including cable on TV. Um, it, it it's um, it it's diabolical.
0: Yeah, it, it's and, diabolical. And, and it's and uh, it's one of those things. And and Damon rails on me because I I, I say this phrase a lot. It's all by design, you know. There's it's no all doubt. on purpose. It it and the same Ooh. with the the movie uh, Lightyear. Listen, the country, you know the new the new yeah. Pixar movie they, where, where they, where they replaced, Buzz Lightyear where they where they replaced Tim Allen. With uh, the dude who was Captain America, and they they, they took out the, the they took out some lesbian kiss, and now they put it back in. Again, why is it why is it so important for everybody to know where you stick your privates? Why is that like the the thing where you know it has to be in politics? Well, you know I'm LGBT. Nobody cares. Um, can you lower gas prices? Can you make my life better? I don't care what you do in the bedroom. I don't care if you're sticking in a pipe. I don't care if, <laughs> if, if you know what I mean. It makes no sense. And why do why is it that this is such an important thing for people to know that I'm not? Like everyone else. Who cares?
1: Nobody cares. Exactly. I don't care. uh, you know, MSNBC equates banning kids from drag shows to killing LGBTQ people, you know? Um, and with this phony thing that went on in Idaho, right? With right. The, uh, the FBI khakis <laughs> and all the bullshit. You, know, you, you know, know, so excuse the French. Um, but, <laughs> you know, the MSNBC is equating banning kids from drag shows to killing LGBTQ people. So that's in a nutshell right there.
0: And it's just, it's just insane. But, but we were also talking in the break, you know, David's really, um, ingrained or intertwined, intertwined, I think is a better word, uh, with the New York state governor race. Yes. Um, you know, with, with his longtime allegiance with Lee Zeldin, but he's got the, you know, he's got the Giuliani bug. You know, he, yeah. he, he's got the, it's almost like a, a new relationship, right? You, you get all flustered and well, and you got butterflies in your stomach I, I bet, because the I, kid, the yeah. kid is actually, and, and I remember when, when, when I saw that kid climbing on a podium while his dad's <laughs> trying to talk, yeah. I'm like, oh, this kid's a mess. This kid is super impressive now.
1: And I went to an an Astorino fundraiser with Lee Zeldin back in like 2012 when Astorino was running for governor. You know, um, so there's a lot of dynamics here. And all the candidates are kind of likable. Astorino's likable, um, but uh, maybe a little liberal for my taste. Uh, But Andrew. um, Well,
0: let me ask you this. Um,
1: Astorino or Hochul? Hochul. Oh, it's light years difference. (laughs) And Astorino has been plugging fracking since 2012 in New York state. So, you know, um, they're all great on energy. They're all great on restoring our country back to our constitutional rights. They're all pro two a people for the most part. And, um, you know, we're, we're in a civil war here. And uh, I think New York, uh, this is the last chance to get it right. Because even if your governor is a Republican, how do you control this runaway leftist, progressive, Marxist, socialist, you know, yeah. uh, legislature that is making all of these laws? You can't believe the laws. They want to expunge your criminal record after seven years now. Oh uh, No, no, it's less than that. And it's, it's up to than, down to three, I yes, think it's down yeah. to three. So, you know, um, we're at war here and, uh, you can't walk around Manhattan without the risk of being stabbed or thrown on a subway or being robbed or being attacked with a hatchet or being a, uh, you know, a motor scooter pulls up, robbed three stores in like 45 minutes the other day, this guy mm-hmm. on a scooter, you know, um, we're, we're in, we're at war. This is a war. This yeah. is a civil war. Um, so I just wanted to add one thing, you know, because uh, Eldon has like this legislative record and he brings, you know, 10, 12 years of service to the country. He's an 82nd Airborne JAG lawyer. He's got all these yeah, great I things. Mean, I
0: mean, I mean, let's face it. Lee <clears throat> Eldon is way more impressive than I think people give him credit for.
1: He, he is. And, and he, he was on the Trump, uh, you know, uh, defense team and everything. But Giuliani is so likable and so gregarious and so smart and so quick-witted and such a great speaker i think he should run for like president he should skip the governor stuff and get out (laughs) of the legislative quagmire because he's he's really likable and i was down at mar-a-lago and uh, he was there with trump and everybody was there right all these like famous people and everything and And everybody yeah and and david of course (laughs) no but you know i was i was the peasant there but you know Everybody came up to Andrew Giuliani. I was with Rudy and Andrew. Everybody came up to Andrew. And they came up to Andrew first. They like him. They love him. Trump loves him. Um, I think he's got a brilliant, brilliant future. Um, You know, whatever happens in this election. Um, And the polls are mixed. Zeldin's ahead by up to 17 in two or three of them. Um, But one or two of them have Giuliani in the lead, I think. And, uh, you know, Zogby, maybe not so reliable. But I think more and more people are gravitating to him, and they do like Astorino. And Astorino blew the whistle on the ghost flights into Westchester, of illegals into New York. And he was a very good Westchester County and New York County yeah, executive, and, and, and so he he's got a good been, field.
0: And he's been around for a while, and he's, he's run a couple times before, so he's, he's no stranger, and, and a lot of people know who he is. Yeah. Uh, wh- where, where is he at, Westchester? Out of Westchester. Out of Westchester, yeah. So And I know know people are like, all right, enough about New York. Uh, (laughs) We get it. But but it is an important state. And if we could grab it, if we could flip it, that would be seismic in terms of the the ramifications of how it could impact the rest of the country. Let's face it. There's a lot of stuff. You know, let's face it. It's New York. If you can make it here, right? Financial capital of the world. Right. Yeah, it is. So, you know, there's there's still a lot that that it offers, a lot to be gained <laughs> if we can, you know, flip it and and then start working on the legislature you were talking about, but this is stuff that has to go on all around the country. Um so if you're in one of those states where you're like we need we need a Zeldin or a Giuliani or or even, you know, let's face it, the holy grail of governors right now is Ron DeSantis. And I got a clip from him today just being the holy grail of governors, Ron DeSantis, um, because he, the guy is awesome and he's awesome off the cuff, which is something which is a great uh, trait that Trump has Yeah, where he's able to just, you know, some, he sees something or he hears something and he's able to run with it and, you know, off the cuff. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes and, and he's engaged He doesn't make like a lot like of mistakes, right?
1: which is really impressive. So
0: let's go with cut number 13. Check this out. I don't know if you saw this, David. Elon Musk. So what I would say, um, you know, I'm focused
6: on 2022. with uh, oh, you know
0: what? We're gonna let's restart it because I didn't set it up properly. Um, someone, one of the reporters asked him, "Hey, you just got uh, there was a thing, or a tweet or something, Elon, from Elon Musk, Musk yes. saying yes. I, I read he would that support you, he, he would endorse you." So that this is a response to that question.
6: Elon Musk. So what I would say, um, you know, I'm focused on 2022. uh, But with Elon Musk, what I would say is, you know, I welcome support from African-Americans. What can I say?
1: (laughs) That's great.
0: I mean, I mean, right there. He he fields the question. He delivers. He delivers a killer line. Beautiful. And he just, you know, he just lets it sit. It's like, hey, yeah, that was killer. And, And that's something that a lot of politicians and you look, at, you look at the resident for, for a perfect example of something he cannot do. He's not good at that because, or, yeah. because they're so scripted and they're so on guard. That's what's and great about
1: him. Right? Right. He could talk off the cuff like Trump, but he's very likable. And uh, he's got this incredible background. You know, I went to Yale. He was a captain of the baseball team. He was a commander in the Navy, I think, you know.
0: I think he was a a JAG attorney as well,
1: right? Yeah, and he he came from, I don't think he came from the super billionaire family either, you know. So uh, very, very, very uh, nice to watch. But I don't want him to leave Florida. No. Florida has the best. Florida's the best state in the union right now. You know, and uh, I don't want him to leave. I want Trump to run again. I want DeSantis to stay put there because if they lose Florida, this country's over. Yeah. You know, and I'm scared of what can replace him.
0: Yeah. So, you know what? Again, with with DeSantis, he's the holy grail when it comes to uh, governors. So let's hope he stays put. You know what? His time will come. I think I think a second uh, a second pass through as the governor is going to really solidify him nationally in terms of, you know, because right now he's still he's still in his first term and they're still going after him like, oh, he's a lunatic. He's crazy. It's this is that. Um, but as you're starting to see, the people in Florida are starting to say, you know what?
1: This ain't that bad. No, I th- I think things are going to get so bad in this country as early as September. Um, that Congress takes a hundred seats in the house. I think that this year will be the worst year since like 1929 in this country or the beginning of world war two. Um, people have no idea what's in store for them. And no. it's just, it's just the truth. You can't go seven months like this, seven more months, eight more months. You know, oil's not coming down until next June. No. And Steve Cortez says it's going $170 a barrel. How devastating is that going to be?
0: I've, so, I've heard as
1: high as, as 200, oof. 200 is, uh, is a global is what, $30 reset, less,
0: wow. <laughs> $30 more than 170. Everybody's saying 170. That's crazy. <laughs> so what's another 30 bucks?
1: Yeah. I, people won't make it past <laughs> September in this environment. So I'm, I'm really, really worried. I think they're already against the rope. So I post on Facebook and Getter and truth social. And I ask people, how many more months can you go? Right. And I get these extraordinary responses from people that are close to me in my life. And I'm like, they're like, listen, this is it. I'm month to month as it is. And you know, they might make 100, 150,000 a year here in Long Island, okay. and they're going to be like starving or eating, you know, settling for lentil soup or noodle soup for the or, rest or, of the year.
0: Or, or even worse, and this is this is something that people are going to start seeing across the country is they're going to start racking up that credit card debt. Yep.
1: I think they have already. It's happening. Because, you know, it was already getting right. inflationary and you're already getting less coffee in the thing this has been happening for years yep. and then throw on top of it all the inflation from the year before and now they're blaming it all in Russia which is a total BS lie Slick <laughs> um, <you>
0: know, <laughs> Rick had that <laughs> right? Yeah that I thing? had
2: breakfast this morning with yeah. one of my uh, liberal attorney I'll use the term loosely friends and we were talking about the economy with my other friend who's a CPA and he goes "Well, the attorney goes well you could blame Putin and Whatever. I just looked at him and I just shook what my head put my head down and I ate my waffle. Yeah I don't <laughs> even engage him anymore I just
1: block them. even in my personal life Yep. poor Slick Rick can only afford one
2: waffle <laughs> no, I, got a ba- I got a little bacon on there baby one waffle <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> waffles are $18 now in the diner that's <laughs> it
2: Lego my ego awesome.
0: yeah. alright we've got more show hit us up in the getter chat we're there checking it all out Firefly 6260 live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice stay there from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice, Uh, thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. David Zier is here. You can follow him at David Zier on Getter, on uh, Truth
1: Social, Social, uh, pretty much everywhere, right? It's just Uh, at David
0: Zier, except there's, there's one that's different.
1: Uh, Instagram, I'm David W. Zier. On okay. uh, Twitter, I'm at Dave Zier, because apparently there's another David Zier in the world. Uh, God it. help us all. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, mostly it's at David Zier on uh, 80% of the platform. All
0: right.
2: And Slick Rick, where can people find you? And what's your? What, where can they look you up? At Slick Rick Sports. In spite of what was in the Getter chat earlier, it's Slick Rick Sports. <laughs> That's how you find me. I'm on Getter, and I'm on, I'm on Duff Truth Social, of course, and also I'm on Twitter for I don't know why, but I'm still on there. <laughs> still on there. Yeah.
0: All right. Saying hello to uh, let's see, where was it? Deborah Lynn and Real Prince Doll was checking in. Oh, the little Real Prince yeah, Doll. Love, love. You know what? Real Prince Doll is a really pretty good
2: follow. Yes, excellent. <laughs> That's L- love good that stuff. little guy.
0: I'm always coming across his his or her stuff, and it's yeah. it's pretty good stuff Definitely. um rav mod 2 had a question for me on the getter chat uh asking where i came up with the the ugly american radio moniker that i've used on all my stuff um believe it or not it's about 20 years old i came up with that about 20 years ago and from I'm your sure, radio days <laughs> from my radio days with the Opie and anthony show it was just after you know we got fired um from wnew in new york yeah. Um. And it was because, and then right afterwards, I was. And this, this, this is not pretentious. I'm not. I'm not. You know, being all oh, hoity-toity. I happened to be in Paris, France. Right. My ex loved it. Whatever we went, but I was there in one of those little shops trying to get uh, trying to get lunch, and. I wanted a, uh, you know, this this uh, chicken thing, whatever. I c- I couldn't understand the language. I didn't study. I didn't on try. On a croissant, right? I, and it was on a it was on a baguette, you know, the, the long piece of hard bread that rips your teeth out. With the Dijonese, yes. And, and so I I said, you know, I just I, I don't want any of that uh, that mayonnaise stuff. And, and and the guy wasn't understanding me, and I was it was starting to get heated. Yeah. Right. It was start, like <laughs> I don't want I don't you, you you know that whole thing. If you talk louder, it Ooh. makes them. understand. Understand doesn't work um, i don't want the mayonnaise on don't, don't no don't put the, and, and it got into this like it was a heated thing and i was like i was like flustered i'm throwing my hands up i'm walking around you know just be and my buddy's like he's like you a <laughs> when he found out he goes you're the typical ugly american you you make it worse for everybody else <laughs> i'm like you know what they didn't understand english what am i supposed to do
1: so I, that's, that's the story I, I could have I that's a good one because I was wondering that too it's a good one uh, I was in France at 16 I took 5 years of French in high school and uh, they were very rude in Paris and just remember <laughs> and I loved Paris it was beautiful before it was ruined with their immigration policy and, and by, by, by you know the French people yeah so but remember the French are always there when they need us right. <laughs> so, so what was the point of your story something um, happened no, generally, generally people in Paris want... were kind of rude. Oh. You know, I, I got that. Um, and, uh, you know, but, you know, France has also been a great ally to us, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm mixed on it. And, uh, their, their, their immigration policy, uh, with the Islamic immigrants that have come there and it's not because they're from Islam, you know, practice Islam. Um, these no go zones are dangerous. Uh, the city's a mess. Um, it's not what it was. No, it's not what it was. Definitely not. And especially yeah.
0: when you mentioned the no-go zones and yeah. we have some of those in this country as well now. Yeah. You know, you talk about, uh, I
1: think New York Detroit. city, <laughs> uh, Minneapolis has some of those. Yeah. Minneapolis, the um, projects up there. Yeah. It's, it's just,
0: and it's something you thought, Hey, Hey, that's for like third world, right? No, they're bringing it here. That's part of the problem is that when culturally people don't assimilate, and that's what we, you know, that's what they expect you to do if you go to their country, assimilate to their ways and and what they do. Yeah. We we should be expecting that, but but don't don't tell that to a liberal. No no no, they should be able to do what the hell they want, no matter what they they do. Uh, and we're yeah. we're wrong for asking. You them just to can't assimilate.
1: drop millions of people into these places in the city, you no. know, with nothing, you know, with no uh, no assimilation. You know, everything is. America last, you know, um, you you need to uh, honor language, borders, and culture, I believe. And without that, you have no identity as a nation. I believe the, the great Michael Savage said that savage did say that yeah. a lot you know i don't know what happened to him i, I used to really like there. him you know yeah. i don't know
0: you know what i actually uh, and we'll get to slick rick in a moment um i actually met him once yeah we were in the same elevator when was i was in the bronx at, when i was living in san francisco uh working at the radio station there he was in we worked at the, for the same company the same studios he was down the hall i was uh, i was like that's that's my savage but i really wasn't into that whole um political talk just yet
1: yeah so he became very like conspiratorial and stuff yeah. but you know they were out to get him in force in San Francisco their oh, yeah. mission was to destroy him because yeah. he was a conservative voice and like the most And he was like, huge liberal bastion ever Exactly yeah. Crazy stuff.
0: All right. Let's uh, kick it over to Slick Rick. What do you got going? Where did you get the name Slick Rick?
2: Rick Slick Rick, I got that name from Paul Nolan because we had two Ricks, <laughs> you and me. Of course, you're the star, uh, you know, Opie and Anthony. It's always an honor to be on the show with you. So Stop. I'm just a minor guy. So they said, make me Slick Rick. You keep the name Rick. I was cool with that. And it stuck. It's good stuff. I like it. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. All right. So what's going on in sports, Mike? Well, friend? right now NHL Stanley Cup Finals, game one, good one. Avalanche up two to one, already three goals in the wow. first period, four minutes to go, and Avs are up two to one. Keep it going. Big Rick Slicker wants his money. So now, like, now they're they're a high scoring team, right? Yes, they are. And Tampa, conversely, is a very good defensive team with an unbelievable goaltender in Andre Vasilevsky. He's just incredible. He's like a wall. But um, yeah, so a big scoring game definitely favors the abs. Right. So we'll see how that goes. But two to one, just getting towards the end of the uh, first period. And here's one Army Navy game to be played in five different cities along East Coast over the next five years. This is Heather Dinich of ESPN. Army Navy taking it to the road, including stadiums near Boston, Washington, Baltimore, New York City, and in Philadelphia, the schools announced jointly today. Foxborough, Massachusetts will, hold the 20, will host the 2023 game on December 9th, followed by Landover, Maryland on December 14th, 2024. Baltimore will host on December 13th, 2025. And East Rutherford, New Jersey will host the 2026 game on December 12th. Philadelphia will host on December 11th, 2027. All five games will be televised nationally by CVS, as is customary. Our destinations over the next five years provide the academies with an opportunity to share the economic impact, history, and tradition of our Army-Navy with a number of communities in diverse geographical areas. That's an understatement. Navy Athletic Director Chet Gladchuk said in a statement, the 2023 game will be played in the Boston region in conjunction with the 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party and the 225th anniversary of the USS Constitution's maiden voyage. It will be the first time the Army-Navy game has been played in New England and Navy will serve as the home team. The region of the nation's capital will host the 2024 game, which will also mark the 125th game." In this series Dubbed America's game. So, uh, yeah, going on the road, Army, Navy. I think that's kind of cool. Um, and NBC Sports, uh, this is kind of a long story. I'm going to I'm gonna push this to the next segment because we don't want to get into that. But Russian, Belarusian tennis players will be allowed to compete at the U.S. Open AP report. The U.S. Open will allow tennis players from Russia and Belarus to compete with this year's, uh, this year, despite the ongoing war in Ukraine, which prompted Wimbledon to ban the other athletes. Uh, U.S. Tennis Association CEO and Executive Director Lou Sher whose uh, group runs the U.S. Open said in a telephone interview with the Associated Press on Tuesday that the USTA board decided to let Russians and Belarusians enter the tournament because of concern about holding the individual athletes accountable for the actions and decisions of their government. So that's actually some something sensible that they're finally well, doing in yeah, tennis. it's about time. Come on. I mean, it's ridiculous. Sure said, athletes from Russia and Belarus will play at Flushing Meadows under a neutral flag, an arrangement that has been used at various tennis tournaments around the world, including the French Open, which ended June 5th the u.s open starts august 29th in new york and we know that's always a very big uh big event in the city and well watched so uh anyway rick we're inside a minute so wrapping sports back to you all
1: right well thank you have you ever been to the open i have not the golf yeah. open no no the, the ten- tennis oh for tennis uh, yeah i've been uh author Ashe, uh, um, yeah. Ashe stadium mm-hmm. sure um, got yeah. vertigo. It's like straight down. Oh, yeah. You know? that's, and $23 for a hamburger. It,
0: it, it was <laughs> very, very cool. Very yeah. cool. I, I saw a very good, good match there many years ago. Again, I'm dating myself. Uh, Andre Agassi versus Jim Courier when they were both towards the top of the rankings. It was just a slugfest. A lot of fun.
2: Agassi guess was a rock star.
0: Yeah, I mean it was just it was just a it was it's just a cool event. Anytime you can go check out Pro Sports, it, that close to everything, very cool. Alright, we'll take a quick break. Is that hour number one? Hour number one done. Hour number two next. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. from studio 6b on real america's voice hour number two on a wednesday night thank you for joining us dish network channel 219 pluto tv channel 240 samsung tv plus channel 1029 and of course across all the socials like and share the show you know even if it, even if it's just to say hello chime in check us out on the getter feed if you go to uh, real am voice on getter you can uh, click there the link it'll take you right to the feed and then of course you can jump on and, and you can chat with people and see what's going on it's a very active chat going on tonight they got ginger you got T Mac. you got lascaro gramps to you texas born 51 Bridget t70 a lot of good people on there So make sure you get in there, say hello, join the family as they speak. And, uh, yeah, David Zier is joining us. He's doing some news. Slick Rick, of course, is here doing sports. Hey, David, uh, tell everybody again about Breaking Point, where they can find it, what time, what day.
1: Um, Yeah, Breaking Point, 8 a.m. on uh, Real America's Voice News. Uh, It's on at 8 a.m. Eastern time every week. And I have some great guests this week. And uh, we're going to continue to bring you great coverage. And then we'll be bringing you New York State uh, gubernatorial primary coverage. The week after yep. and uh, we have great July 4th July 5th programming uh, I think some of it might be in New York so a lot of exciting things going on for our audience and um, yeah the world's crazy and it's spiraling out of control <laughs>
0: <laughs> but other than that it's going great
1: <laughs> other than
0: that my show is yeah. wonderful other than that Mrs.
2: Lincoln how'd you enjoy to play
0: right <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: exactly
0: uh, Slick Rick is here with sports Rick how's it going fantastic Rick as hey, always. how's the uh, – Any? again, you said there were three goals already scored in the first period of the uh, Stanley Cup Finals between mm. the Avs and the uh, Made Lightning. Make that four,
2: Rick. Check now that. Now it's up to three four. Three to one. The Avs have three just gone one. up by two. End of the first period. Three one in Colorado. Avs over the Tampa Bay a Lightning. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah. That, that's why I asked because I'm like, you know what? You said it, that they're a pretty uh, potent offensive team, yeah. so there's, there's probably going to be some more scoring.
2: We're on pace for nine goals if it keeps up. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, you know what? Uh, it should be an exciting game, exciting series. We'll see how it plays out. Indeed.
2: Uh, one thing
0: that's not exciting, of course, is is of you know if you heard the uh, the Fed is raising uh, rates another seventy five basis points. So that's going to translate into more nervousness. How did the stock market do after that announcement? Does anybody know? I wasn't paying attention. Um, um let, let me let me check my uh, let me check my phone here. Eh, we actually finished up.
1: Yeah, 300 points. So the S&P is 150 points below where it was in January 2021. All stock market gains and some of the major indexes have been wiped out since Biden's president, Um, you know, and that falling of 876 points and 530 points in the NASDAQ are just uh, not good. No, not good. Bitcoin's down. To what twenty thousand or something?
0: Bitcoin is, ta- you know, the the whole crypto coin market is taking a hit. Everything's taking a hit. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's because let's face it, people are nervous. Um, plus, the discretionary income is being eaten away by the high prices of everything else.
1: Yeah, and you know, a lot of these stocks are probably overvalued to begin with. You know, so people are uh, pulling their money out.
3: And, yeah. uh,
0: and if and if you're planning to buy a house this year, good luck. Things are going to get expensive. The quicker you do it, probably the better you can get a better rate. Things are going to continue to climb. And and uh, you know, speaking of that, of course, everybody's favorite energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, who who loves to laugh at the idea of oil, because she's such a uh, well. Let's face it she's she's not the brightest she's not the brightest bulb when it comes to uh, policies. Of course, she was asked about this today, about the national average of gas, the price breaking $5. Cut number one, G. Go.
5: As of this morning, we're at a record more than $5 average price nationally. You're looking at it on your screen, 501. That is up nearly $2 from last year. And it's having a major impact on people's
4: lives. Who
7: should Americans be angry at right now? Putin. Well, they certainly should be angry at Vladimir Putin because Russia was the largest and has been one of the largest exporters of oil. And when they invaded Ukraine, a number of countries like the United States, Canada and others have said, we're not going to buy Russian oil. When that happens, that pulls millions of barrels off the global market, and that creates the supply crunch that has caused the price of gasoline at the pump to go up $1. seventy since the invasion of Ukraine. That's a lie. So that's number one. Number yeah. two, the president issued a letter today to refineries, Ooh, a letter. Um, to those who are doing refining, the oil and gas companies, to uh-huh. say— why can't we increase more supply, not just increased supply of production of crude oil, but also increase supply of gasoline? And unfortunately, about 80 percent of the lost refining capacity that came down during COVID happened uh, in 2020. And, uh, and so the president is calling for the oil and gas companies to increase refining capacity as well.
0: Yeah, because, Because you know pause it there for a second, because that's so easy to do, because we have so many refineries. I mean, refineries go up so quickly in this country. I don't think we've added a new one in more than a decade. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, that they go out of their way to try to close them down. So for her to say something like that is, again, a bold-faced lie.
1: It's all um, a lie. You know, uh, Navarro was great filling in for the war room today. Basically, he said that every day for four years in the Trump White House, uh, we worked towards strategic energy dominance which worked, and we constantly pushed for drilling and fracking and pulling back regulations, and all of this has been reversed. Our reduction of over 2 million barrels per day since 2019, along with Canada reducing their 500,000 barrels per day, has spiked prices here and abroad, and this leftist climate change agenda is completely responsible for this, because investors don't want to invest in oil companies, because there's no future for fracking, federal lands, refinery, XL pipeline, And uh, this is all purposely done.
5: Yeah, it's all by design. Can we continue that clip there, G? That second point regarding supply, and this is confusing for people, me included, America has been the largest producer of oil in the world for many years now. Given that fact, why can't we in this country keep prices down?
7: Yeah, it's a great question. It is because that oil is traded on a global market. So today the price of oil per barrel is about $120. People are paying that in countries all around the world. So, for example, if you were in in Canada, you'd be paying $6.30 per gallon equivalent. You'd be paying over $8 per gallon if you lived in Germany. If you live in Singapore, you'd be paying over $9 a gallon. So leaders all across the globe are calling upon the oil and gas companies and the producers to increase supply, including in the United States, uh-huh. and to make sure that that we can moderate the supply and demand. Of course, now we have summer driving season coming on. That is a, historically prices go higher because there's an increase in demand that puts upward pressure on prices. And now you have Europe who has said that they too are going to ban Uh, Russian oil by the end of this year, that will put another upward increase in prices. So globally, this is a global problem. It's a problem that the president is trying to address by calling upon increases in supply, both at home and globally.
0: Yeah. The the one thing she doesn't mention is, um, well, how do we increase supply? Oh, you got to let people drill. Oh, well, we don't want them to do that. Well, then how are you going to increase supply there, Jen? Miss Granholm? Miss uh, electric car company girl? They're paying more
1: in Singapore because of us. Remember growing up when you're playing street hockey in the street, you yep. know, in like 1978 yep. or whatever, not to date, you guys, you know? But, um, you know, gas was still like six seventy nine a liter or something in Europe. They don't have any oil. right? It's always been high there. And then you've got Russia, cut off 40% of the gas to Germany, I think was announced <laughs> today. But the U.S. oil companies, the American Petroleum Institute wrote a letter to the Biden administration to shift course and aggressively support exploration of these federal lands and all this other stuff today. Um, you know, and, and so of course, it's it, all a lie.
0: Yeah. And Biden's going to write a letter to the oil company saying, stop being so greedy and evil. Uh, you yeah. need to, uh, you know, at, at, because he's so brilliant when it comes to economics, um, you know, just uh, pay your workers more, but don't increase your prices. Oh, OK. Yeah, let's do that. That that seems to work. Uh, here's what she said about the uh, gas prices as an incentive to switch to her favorite renewable energy. Cut number t- two,
7: G. These prices, what point do they become unsustainable? And two, ironically, d- does this push us closer to renewable energy? Yeah, I mean, I think the prices are unsustainable for many people right now. I mean, everyday citizens Duh. who are on fixed incomes paying huge amounts of money that they had amazing? not anticipated or budgeted for just to get to work. It's, it is unsustainable for many. And unfortunately, there's not a quick fix. However, your point about also accelerating our progress toward clean energy is very, very important. We don't want to be under the thumb of petrodictators globally or in the United States. We don't want to be at the whim of the volatility of fossil fuels like we are right now. Uh, And so we want to move to clean energy. And that's why the president and the bipartisan infrastructure law that was signed invests a significant amount of money to move in that direction.
0: Yeah, she's a moron. Let's face it. First, in the previous clip, she talks about, you know, we want to be able to mandate, mandate and manage supply and demand. So, the, so she wants the government to control oh, it's coming. all aspects of it. This is basically, this is what Venezuela looked like before it became the Venezuela we know as today.
1: You're not allowed to build a building in New York City anymore with gas, natural gas. Yeah. You have to go electric. You can't build a restaurant in New York City with gas, which is insane. Um, Meanwhile, yeah.
0: how do you get that electric?
1: Yeah, fossil fuels. How do you fuels. get that electric?
0: Exactly. Burning coal. We played a clip uh,
1: from from Michigan. I think it was last week. Without nuclear, only twenty percent of our energy supply can be renewables.
0: Yeah, and, and and you're you're seeing you're seeing rolling blackouts in California last year and through Texas. They're expecting more of that this year because let's face it, uh, we just don't have the energy to keep things on and keep the grid you know completely powered at all times. So, you know, when it gets hot.
1: Uh, it could be coming to your town well everybody has live streaming in their house and 12 phones and computers and stuff and our yeah. demand for our electric grid is higher than ever and it's not sustainable without fossil fuels
0: no definitely not and she doesn't want it she doesn't want to admit it she doesn't want to address it she doesn't even want to talk about it she says you know what just go ahead and go go spend 80,000 on a tesla cuz they're up to that much now a friend of mine yeah. uh, he just sold his used one for more than he purchased it for 3 years
2: ago wow
0: that and that was sixty plus grand. So so this whole idea of oh just go get an electric car, yeah. Uh, d- uh And yeah. you
1: know what, I just had uh Sean King, the owner of King of Royal Cadillac on my show, uh Last week, and he's a local big Cadillac dealer. And in a nutshell, he's saying people aren't walking in my place looking for electric cars. They want a truck that can tow a log cabin up a mountain. They don't <laughs> want electric cars. Right. It's not. There's no great demand for this. No, there's not. It, a it's few just Stony Brook University professors. It's,
0: it's just being forced <laughs> down your throat. Exactly. But don't worry, because Chuck Schumer. Decided he was finally going to address this problem with gas prices to the president. This is cut number four, G. Go.
5: President Trump can take action today to help alleviate the pain at the pump for Americans. It's time for this president to stand up to OPEC. Yeah. On behalf of the forgotten man and woman he promised to remember.
0: Wrong president. Hmm. Did you notice the gas price in the background? (laughs) A full dollar cheaper. A little more than a dollar cheaper than it is today. And, and, and that got him agitated and angry and enough to uh, try to call out President Trump. Where are you today,
1: Chuck? Hiding. <laughs> I have no word.
0: Me either. All right. We'll be back. Sports, live from Studio 6B. Stay there. Oh, you know that sound. You know what that kind of reminds me of when I hear that? Not only the blues, but you kind of get a mental picture of people kind of trudging towards the store. Like, oh, I wonder how much this is going to cost me. Oh, I don't want to spend more than I have to. And it's unfortunate because inflation is going to continue to rise. We keep seeing the numbers each and every week come out it don't look good. Consumer confidence is down. Inflation is on the rise. The value of the dollar continues to uh, head down as well. And of course, Bumbles, the president is out stumping to spend even more money. Trillions more. He wants more. He thinks that that's how we'll do it. We'll spend our way out of inflation. If you're thinking he's nuts, you're right. So you're probably considering your financial alternatives right around now. And believe me, I don't blame you. Paper money is worthless. How do you protect your hard-earned savings? One of the options to consider is physical gold and silver. And the folks to talk to are Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold, they're the experts in precious metals. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. You could be one of those today. As long as you reach out to them. Most importantly, they're going to show you how to have options. Options like buying coins, converting an an existing IRA to a gold IRA, and even convert an eligible 401k into a gold IRA. Want to get started? Very simple. Text America to 989898 for your free information kit from Birch Gold Group, and they will get you started. There's no obligation whatsoever. They'll show you how you can protect your gold and silver investments in a tax sheltered account. The government takes enough for your money. You might as well shelter it as best you can. So get the facts and get started today. You've got nothing to lose except for time. Text America to 989898 for your free information kit and they've made it super easy like I said. So if you grab your phone text America to 989898 you get your free information kit and let them show you how owning gold and silver can help you protect your savings with Birch Gold Group. So Man. And, you know, David, that stuff is all over the place, whether whether it's, you know, we talk about the gas thing. Everybody's talking about the gas thing. It's all over the news, the food, because those are the things that hit you first. Right. And then the ripple effect starts to happen. It's like, well, you know, and we, and it's from the clip that we played that has Big Daddy T on it, where one guy says, you know, he's standing there with his kid, and he goes, if I'm spending all my money on gas just to get to and from work, how am I going to pay
1: my other bills? 60% of Americans are paycheck to paycheck right now. Yeah.
0: It's scary. It's a scary time. Yeah, for sure. And with that, let's go to cut 5G as Sky News decides to, uh, you know. Talk about, since we're talking about the economy, let's let's see what Sky News has to say.
5: Well, with the stock market approaching free fall in the US, Biden's press secretary, the new one, Karine Jean-Pierre, <laughs> Karine appeared Jean-Pierre. Uh, well, <laughs> detached from the real world. When asked about <laughs> Joe Biden's strident claims of record <laughs> highs under his watch, she blamed COVID-19 and Putin.
7: And so look, we face global challenges. We've talked about this.
2: Uh, we're not the only country dealing uh, with what we're seeing at the moment as it relates to inflation.
5: No, you're not the only country, you're just the leader of the free world. <laughs> Here to discuss all of this is Sky News host Corey Bernardi and the former Labour MP and a top bloke, let me tell you, Michael Danby. Great to see you both. How are you Hi guys? Rowan. Hi, Rowan. Corey, Michael, good. great to How see I'm you both. Very good, thank you. Now. Michael, tell us about, uh, does Biden know what's going on? And does his press secretary know what's going on? I mean, we've had kind of unbelievable vandalism, a trillion dollar build back better campaign that's uh, basically inflicted economic vandalism around the world, Michael.
1: Um, Jean-Pierre, Jean, she doesn't seem to have heard of the common American superannuation 401ks, uh, and she generally seems confused about the economy and American history all, altogether. Uh, I, I think the Biden administration uh, pump-primed the uh, US economy uh, with vastly too much money. As Larry Kudlow says on Fox, it's too much money taking, chasing too few goods. But um,
5: I, I think if Biden wants to... Uh, survive or get his message through. He's been complaining
1: about it. He needs to get that Admiral, um, what's his name? Uh, John Kirby, back from the National Security Council and bung him in as the uh, State Department spokesman. That's fair enough being, uh, uh, it doesn't disqualify you being um, a lesbian or a woman of colour, but it's not a qualification and she doesn't seem
5: to be up to it. (laughs)
0: Okay. <laughs> Definitely not up to it. And believe me, it has nothing to do with her skin color or her sexual preference. Again, we don't care where your privates go. uh Can you handle the job? Can you answer a question coherently? Do you even? And he makes a great point.
1: He doesn't. She doesn't seem to know anything about the economy, how it works. It's sophomore hour. Yeah. it's terrible. I can't. But Kelly McEnany must be like throwing things at the TV every night. You know, it's either a, that or it's unwatchable. It's she's unwatchable. just
0: kicking back, laughing, going, yeah.
1: Oh, my Lord. Guys like Ari Fleischer, who were like the best, you know. When Ari Fleischer got married, you know, his wedding registry was at Target, by the way. It wasn't at Saks Fifth Avenue. What a great guy he was, you know. (laughs) Uh, Had a chance to talk to him at length. I'm sure you did. You know what? There's nobody you haven't talked to. Except the Pope, which I don't want to meet. He's terrible. <laughs>
0: but but he has talked
2: to uh Slick Rick, who's doing his sports <laughs> right now. Rick, what do you got? All right, update on the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Game one, still holding steady. Avalanche up 3-1, to one, about 17 minutes to go in the second period. Still time. There's a dreaded two-goal lead they talk about in hockey. Being up yeah. two goals is never a lock. So, you know, Tampa can come back. They're on the road. They really just need to win one, get the split, and get back down to Tampa and Amelie. And they're wild down there, and they're very tough. To beat, so it's a it's a good game. Three one avalanche are up. I'm happy. My team's rolling. But you know it's going to be a long series. That I promise. Um, and here's a story that uh, you guys are going to enjoy. This is definitely a bush right out of the bush leagues. NBC in more ways than one. NBC News. David Kaylee. Fox Sports doesn't show Jeopardy champ Amy Schneider throwing out first pitch. Fox Sports opted against airing Jeopardy champion Amy Schneider throwing out first pitch during the network's coverage of a baseball game from San Francisco this weekend. Instead of showing footage of NASCAR driver Kurt. Bush making a ceremonial toss. Schneider, an Oakland resident who triumphed in 40 consecutive Jeopardy contests and is the show's greatest female player, took the mound ahead of the Giants-Los Angeles Dodgers game on Saturday. The unexplained snub took an even on an even greater weight since Schneider, the first transgender woman to qualify for Jeopardy's Tournament of Champions, had appeared Saturday as part of the Pride Day at Oracle Park. Schneider's toss wasn't aired by Fox Sports, which carried the game regionally. Instead, the network showed Bush throwing out a first pitch, which he did at the Oracle Park on Thursday before the Giants played the Colorado Rockies. Fox announcers used Bush's ceremonial toss to remind viewers that the network was televising NASCAR's uh, Sunday event at Sonoma Raceway, just 40 miles north of Oracle Park. But placement of the Bush footage, without mentioning that it had happened 40 hour, 48 hours earlier, gave viewers the impression that he made the throw on Saturday and not Schneider. I wanted to make a correction from what I watched yesterday on the Fox broadcast. Giants broadcaster Dwayne Kuyper told uh, NBC Sports Bay Area on Sunday, the broadcast implied that Kurt Busch threw out the first pitch yesterday, which was not true. It was Amy Schneider from Jeopardy fame who threw out the first pitch on Pride Day yesterday, Kuiper added, so I just wanted to make sure she got her due. The Dodgers and Giants put aside their ancient rivalry and both donned caps with rainbow colors instead of L.A.'s distinctive white and San Francisco's oh, orange. You know, they're in San Francisco, yeah. but uh, just wanted to, you know, get that story in there, Rick. So <laughs> Anyway, uh, that, that's a scoop on that one. But uh, And live golf participants not guaranteed inclusion in future U.S. Opens. So now, not only the PGA, who's banned the live golfers, people that have gone to that that tournament, more or less defected, if you will. Uh, Now the uh, USGA, who is a little bit more liberal, if you will, on on the golfing, is now also tightening the reins. And uh, the USGA extended an olive branch when an invited player is suspended by the PGA Tour to play in the U.S. Open this week. But the future remains unclear as a standoff between the PGA Tour and the Saudi Arabia-funded Live Golf Rages On. CEO Mike Wan told reporters earlier today, ahead of the U.S. Open, which starts tomorrow, we'll have full coverage on that on LFSXB, uh, the USGA will Monitor the professional golf landscape, but did admit there will be day a, a day golfers participating in the Live Golf will not be allowed to play in future U.S. Opens. So, boy, a lot of positioning yeah. here. And, uh, you know uh, what that
0: is? The PGA people called up and threw their weight around, and be like, "What do you mean you're going to let these guys play?
2: Absolutely.
0: Do you do you want us to cut off you guys from from our stuff? That that's basically what happened." Exactly. You know that's what it was. It was definitely a a mob move. Yeah. As they say.
2: Yup. PGA was teed off. They let them know. Yeah. All right. That's a wrap. All
0: right. Well, that's They're the big dog, right? Yeah. And they just said, if you want to do that, guess what? You're not going to get anything from us. And the USGA said, well, "Ah." that's what happens. That's right. They get strong armed. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. more live from Studio Six B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. Yeah. All right, live from Studio Six B on Real America's Voice. Man, oh man, I, I think this is the most action I've gotten on Truth Social since uh, we, I've been on the uh, on the app. We have David here. That's why it could be. He's the king. I mean, it, it really is the mar lago of social media. Yep. Trademark. Don't use it. I got it. <laughs> Um, Friend at a show.
1: It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, they got some exciting news. They, they're going to uh, do some stuff at Rumble. They're going to really open up well, Rumble's streaming.
0: Now, Rumble's now hosting them, right? Yeah. So now they've got that. So that it's working. But I guess you can now, uh, you can download it for your laptop as well. Or yeah, and
1: they, they're expecting uh, millions and millions of new users shortly. Like ten, right. like, I think 10 to 12 million. I don't remember the number, wow. but yes. They're cool. very good. Cool. Well,
0: shout out to the uh, Truth Social people. I know. uh, I know a few of them. uh, Watch the show. Our show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but they do. Great patriots.
1: Because you know we're the only ones who tell the truth on Real America's Voice News. It's like really the only network, except for a handful, that tell the truth. And uh, we're living it. We're living it. And the rest are, you know, insulated. You know, choking on lobster rolls and stuff in Manhattan, like CBS and ABC and all that. So. We're on the ground. We're in yeah. touch with America.
0: And constantly growing. So, uh, you know, look for us when you're out. Uh, share us with your friends. Share us with your family. Even the people that you think, ah, oh, this person's going to hate it. You know what? You never know. They might see something and be like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. And all of a sudden, boom, you just you just made another, uh, you just got another fan for us. Hammer Chuck, saying hello to you. Al D. Arroyo, saying hello to you on the Getter Chat. Uh, who else is in here? Uh, Pugli, Multi, Beanie, or God, and God's Dog, uh, yeah,
2: a bunch of people still still chatting away. So thank oh, you. Oh, got so uh, many Sue, Kyle Perron got yeah. a lot of great ones on there. Rick Lascaro, A Rainy Day, Ginger, don't forget Ginger, she's a doll. Oh,
0: well, G- Ginger's always on.
2: Yep, Little Joe Mensa. Yeah, Little Joe Mensa, he's <laughs> right on the point. Joe, Little Joe, he's always big he's Yankee always. fan. Hey, you know what?
0: Um, you know, David, you're talking about the truth. And uh, that's something that the left hates. They hate the truth. That's why they hate when you point out things. And they hate the fact that they get questioned on things. And, and one of the guys who did a great job questioning things a few weeks ago was Jim Banks, talking about January 6th. Well, he was at it again today. Uh, here he is grilling Marty Walsh on the U.S. of Financing adversaries and supporting slave labor in China jeez I wonder how this is going to turn out cut number eight you go
6: uh, secretary how can the United States challenge China while simultaneously allowing investments in the very same companies whose activities threaten the US national security and use forced slave labor in China how can how can we accomplish that
8: I have no idea so you, you would agree that that's problematic? <laughs> Again, I'm going to do some homework on this. We haven't received the letter. If I had the letter on March 21st I would, and had the information, I would, have, I would be unprepared for this do you, question. Do
6: you believe, Mr. Secretary, that it's in America's best interest to not finance our
8: adversaries? I certainly believe it's in America's best interest to create more manufacturing opportunities here in the United States of America, supporting the Bipartisan Innovation Act, doing more of the, the opportunity for investment here in our country is what we should be doing.
6: But you, but you, you would agree it's wild, that we would allow our federal pension dollars to invest in the military of our biggest adversary.
8: Again, I'm not familiar with what, what you're talking about. But so you would I, agree that that would be wild. I'm not going to speculate happened. on a question. It's
6: not speculation, it's, it's happening.
8: Well, I want to make sure it's accurate.
6: Okay. Um, clearly, you haven't been paying attention the last uh, few years. In 2020, when the Federal Retirement <laughs> Thrift Investment Board planned, plans to, in, in 2020, it plans to permit investment in Chinese companies. When that first surfaced, the Trump administration directed the FRTIB to halt such investments, citing national security and human rights concerns. So clearly, if you're not aware of this, you, you weren't paying attention to this in 2020. But Mr. Secretary, can I was you- the mayor of Boston
8: in 2020. Yeah wasn't paying I, attention to a lot the administration was doing at the time. Of course well, I,
6: Hopefully you can catch up on this quickly, Mr. Secretary. This
8: is important. You're only Human the labor secretary.
6: Against Uyghur slaves in China It's not a laughing matter. Yeah, I'm, I'm not laughing. I'm well aware of it. It, it appears that you're dismissing it, and, um, and I want you to pay attention to it. That's why I'm raising it.
1: <laughs> I thought he wasn't aware of it. Now he's aware of yeah,
0: it. Yeah, now he's aware of it. He wasn't aware of it. He doesn't know what's going on. He, 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 obviously, he was, he's a Celtics fan. You could tell by his accent. Um, oh. <laughs> but, yes, he is. Back but, to but, but again you know there it is pointing out something to their face and they hate it liberals hate when you confront them and, and you point out there well uh, no better way to say it than hypocrisy and in that in that vein let's go to cut number 11 talking about hypocrisy check this out david
7: what's important is bodily autonomy the same right men have always had we just want equal rights the right to govern our own bodies. Just like, like taking men the vaccine? Had. It's that simple. Do you support the right it.
4: for people to not get the COVID vaccine?
7: It's irrelevant. Uh, <laughs>
4: right? My body, my choice.
7: You're right. It's not irrelevant. Yeah, but one saves lives. You're right. It's One's not irrelevant. One of them is going to be in a pandemic state, yeah. right? A state of emergency, which we all know laws change during a state of emergency. Do
4: you agree with this, the statement or the, the principle laws of my body, my change. choice?
7: Yes, absolutely. Bodily autonomy is a human right. Health
3: care is a human right. Um, right, right, right. Access to health care should be, not be something that is dictated by the Supreme Court.
4: During the pandemic, did you support people's right to not get the COVID vaccine? Nothing. It's so a difficult great.
3: conversation.
4: Do you support body, bodily autonomy in other situations? For example, the COVID vaccine mandates.
3: Using the, the vaccine mandates. We've been mandated to get vaccines for years and years and years.
4: So you do support in that situation people not having control of their bodies?
3: That's not. That's not having not control of your bodies. Like oh, okay. I don't understand.
4: Do <sighs> you think yeah. it is important for people Can't to have medical and health control over their own body? Uh, yeah it's good for them it's good for everybody all right you didn't thanks, support cleaner. the mandates? <laughs> i did, i do support the mandates yeah isn't that mandate that people have to get the vaccine so they don't have control over their own body uh, vaccinations are good for people <laughs> but in that case you don't have control right if there's a mandate They're working well no, for they don't have to get it. Biggest, uh, you just can't go anywhere or do anything, right? You just can't have a job. You don't have a right to a job.
7: Everybody should have a right to do what they want with their body. You have a bodies. right to
4: health care, but not a job. So. The support the pe- people's right to choose not to get the COVID vaccine?
7: Um, I'm not doing that.
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: I, I, I can't handle this question. I no, I'm fifth. not doing I that. I plead the fifth. <sighs> and, and then, of course, you got the guy who, you know, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe he's a big fan of the amazing Jonathan, you remember him, the yeah. comedian, yeah, uh, yeah. the magic comedian.
1: Yeah, he was um, good. I don't know, uh, crazy. crazy. Can I, can I just go back to Marty Walsh for a minute? Yeah. Um, what an idiot! <laughs> well, of course, I was the mayor of Boston. I had my head up my butt the whole time. I don't know anything. You know, I <laughs> had oh. I had a, I had a minis- prime minister in exile, Sally Houdiar on uh, the show Breaking Point and talking about like the organ harvesting going on in the Uyghur population in East Turkestan, a region in Western China, you know, and they get no help from Turkey, which a lot of these people are descendants of uh, Turkey and stuff. And um, what's going on there is like, you know, millions of Uyghurs are not only in slave labor, um, but they're being harvested for their organs. But in, in Chinese factories, they have watchtowers because people are killing themselves while they're making your iPhones. You know, this. The, their labor conditions are hard. This guy's the labor secretary? I could do, you can do a better <laughs> job. I, you know, I can answer that question better. Unbelievable.
0: And I wasn't even the mayor of How Boston.
1: About? And I could answer that question. You better. could have been a better mayor of Boston, too. It's
0: amazing. Hey, uh, let's see. You know what? G worked on this. It's It's Joe Biden celebrating Pride Month. This is today's crazy town. Check Uh-oh. it out. <laughs> Oh
8: boy! Oh. I'm sure. I'm sure he he does My a great job. My name is Joe here. Biden. I'm Joe Biden's husband, and uh, you know, uh, and Jill just mentioned, along with Kamala and Doug, it's great to see so many friends, and I mean that, friends, in, uh, here in Pride Month, here in the White House, Speaker Pelosi is here, God lovers, and Jim, <laughs> you call me on the steps of the Supreme Court after that. Where's Jim? He's like, Virginia. There you go. There are too many other people to mention by name. I shouldn't probably have started. You know, and as a point of personal privilege, I want to acknowledge Sarah McBride. Sarah, we're, we spent some time together at a very difficult time, and uh, at, at, at the time. And what you've done and what Matthew did and what all of us, I mean, look look what's happened. As I said, she also worked for our beloved it. son, Beau, as the attorney general, and They passed. Anyway, they did a lot. Pride is back at the White House. (laughs) This has been the most pro-equality administration in history, led by guys like Pete Boonier. I think we have more LGBTQ plus people (laughs) than any administration or every administration combined. Because I promised when I got elected, I wanted my administration to look like America. Look like America across the board. And we've done that record number of out and proud appointees at every single level of our government and as i said you know secretary Buttigieg, is uh, who needs no introduction <laughs> doing an outstanding job of rebuilding america <laughs> and i mean that in a literal sense and not just in terms of what he's doing in transportation but he's helping rebuild pride in america also proud to have signed an executive order on my first day in office to combat discrimination against LGBTQI, excuse me plus <laughs> Americans. I don't oh, have to tell that, you right? about the ultra agenda attacking families and our freedoms. 300 discriminatory bills introduced in states across this country. In Texas, knocking on front doors to harass and investigate parents who are raising transgender children. Whatever. In Florida, going after Mickey Mouse for God's sake. <laughs> Strike close to home. These attacks are real and consequential for real families. You know, I, I, I found my friends, some of my gay friends, I've asked them, <laughs> what was it like as a kid?
0: You don't have
8: gay. I can't imagine well, what Pop, it was like. Locking yourself I. in that room and wondering, just staring at the ceiling, just wondering. Oh, you couldn't, it's just, I just, we owe so many people. My message to all the young people. Just be you. We're in a battle for the very soul of this nation, and that's not hyperbole. And we'll do so on the shoulders of so many people who are no longer with us, but who paved the way for us. People like Gloria Allen, known as Mama Gloria, who who transitioned in 1950s. People like the legendary advocate, Mr. Vad. (laughs) (laughs) So <laughs> so so legendary. <laughs> he can't even get the name of: so much Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer And intersex individuals That's what I'm about to sign <laughs> I,
1: I, Legendary le, Legendary <laughs> le, Legendary advocate he, <laughs> The guy on the right looked like he was in that Hellbop Dr. Applewhite cult And <laughs> yeah, you keep the pen too Oof. He
0: had one of those outfits on He did Oh man <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's just crazy. Between that and then, of course, yeah, there he is. Look at him.
1: While tens of millions of contractors can't feed their families next month. Good, good job, President. Yeah. That's something good to job. be proud of, right? Yeah. Bunch of phony bullcrap. Kind of,
0: what kind of pride are you going to have next month? Uh, you have to eat your pride. Mr. Resident.
1: You're going to have to eat your pride to feed your family. Yeah. It's just insane.
0: Well, great job, G. Yes. As usual.
1: That was a good I mean, one.
0: I really want to get this in. We won't be able to do it. Uh, maybe, maybe the next break. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just saying, maybe next break, this would have fit perfectly with that, but eh, we'll do a next break. How about that? How about that? We got sports coming up. Rick, a quick update on that sports score? Yeah, three to one in the second period. Yep, three to one. On 18, yep,
2: three one. Yet? Abs, nope, abs is still up 3 1, 740 to go in the second period. Check it. That's what's happening. All right, so we'll be back. We'll take a quick break. We'll come
0: back. We'll finish up this uh, freak show. Uh, we call LFSXB for a Wednesday night. We appreciate you guys hanging with us. Stay in the chat. Still, We'll, we'll still monitor what you guys are doing. 6b on real america's voice it's a wednesday night i totally forgot about this um we have a brand new sponsor to the show that we're going to debut at the end of the show so hang tight for that it's exciting we're we're starting to grow people are coming to the you know they see us as a viable i think project it is um we're we're Half in the bag, half the time. But, hey, you know what? <laughs> We're watching. It's fun. How'd you know? <laughs> We've got uh, we got David Zier here, of course. He, he'll be uh, doing his thing Saturday morning, 8 a.m. You can catch it here on Real America's Voice. The name of the show is Breaking Point. And uh, join him every Saturday morning as you're having some coffee, maybe a waffle uh, with Slick Rick. <laughs> uh, you can uh, – and bacon. I know he likes bacon. Uh, yep. You can check out David's show. And, of he course, doesn't. Slick Rick is here with sports. Rick,
2: what do you got for us? Brought to you by MyPillow.com. Don't forget, Father's Day. We're only just a few days away. Get those gifts. Order them after the show. that will appreciate it. Tell them Slick Rick sent you. And uh, hey, wow. Within one minute, the Lightning have just pumped in two goals to tie the score at three. We got a game, Rick. Five and a half to go in the second period out in Colorado. Game one, Stanley Cup Finals. 3-3, just like that. Incredible. (laughs) So, uh, like I told you, the dreaded two-goal lead, remember. So, I'm I'm happy it's a good game, but the the Avalanche, could you hold on? I got 25 (laughs) big ones on you. Okay, and switching gears, Tyson Fury will 100% return to the ring once a half a billion dollars to fight Anthony, Joshua, or Alexander Usyk half a billion dollars to come out of retirement. WBC heavyweight champion Tyson Fury said he is willing to return to the ring for a potential unification bout with Joshua or Usyk, but said organizers would have to dig out a half a billion, uh, 500 million that is, to to tempt him out of retirement. Same thing. Fury knocked out Dillian White in April to retain his title before telling fans he would be sticking to his promise to his wife to retire. However, the 33-year-old said he had been in talks with his promoter, Frank Warren, about a potential return and that they were going to make something big, big happen. Uh, Fury said, I probably want a half a Billy to come out of retirement. That's right, Billy. He says, I'm telling you the truth. If you want to see me out of retirement, it's gonna cost half a Billy. So wow. that woo, that's a lot of wood. He said, uh Fury said, I will be back in the ring one hundred percent. Just like in the movie when Jerry Maguire shouted, Show me the money. If anyone can <laughs> show me the money, then it's promoter Frank Warren. So we'll see what happens there. But uh if anybody could do it, it's that crazy old uh, Englishman, there. Uh, I love that guy. Well, you
0: never know. We could see the birth of live boxing. With the money they'd like to
2: throw around. I'm (laughs) sure they would love something in Dubai, too. You know, you know. know. And, uh, hey, George Washington University aiming to drop Colonial's moniker by 2023- 2024 academic year. AP report. Washington. George Washington University is dropping its Colonial's moniker because it can no longer serve its purpose as a name that unifies the school announced earlier today. Here we go, guys. GW will be using Colonial's until a new name is introduced that is expected by the 2023-2024 academic a Monica must unify our community, draw people together, and serve as a source of pride, said Grace Spites, chair of the university's Ugh. board of trustees. We look forward to the next steps in an inclusive process to forward a moniker that fulfills this aspiration. The school has used the nickname since, get this one, 1926, gentlemen. A special committee looked into the name's history and delivered a report to the school president in March of 2021. According to an online statement from the university, the committee determined that supporters of the colonials Monica view it as a referring to those who lived in, an Amer- in the American colonies, especially those who fought for independence and democracy, while opponents see the term as referring to colonizers who stole land and resources from indigenous groups, killed or exiled native peoples, and introduced slavery into the colonies. So, I don't know. Last time we had this kind of moniker controversy in D.C., that was with old B.J., Bill Jeffrey. It's uh, Jeffrey's. You uh, know,
1: I, I sent my son to GW, 63 grand a year. I do have a kidney he left will. for sale, though. So um, what a disgrace. GW, yeah. George Washington University can't use the name Colonials. And, and, Our country's finished. I read yes.
0: this article, too, and I was dumbfounded because one of the quotes from the people who was against it said, you know what? Back then, they didn't even call themselves Colonials. <laughs> it's like, no kidding. Just like the people who lived uh, in B.C. didn't call themselves saying, hey, we, we're BCers." Of course not dummies these people don't go to don't go to college don't go don't, don't go to this college because because obviously the people there are stupid
1: america's going to fracture into and balk, i'm sorry balkanization you, i'm sorry you spent so much money there oh my god
0: hey uh real quick uh rick that's it for sports that's it that's a wrap We're- all right thank you sir real quick i know you had something on canada
1: yeah i, I do um i i just wanted to let you know um I have a story. So, you know, the mayors of all these like northern cities on border of Canada are asking them to get rid of a Rive can, which requires to show proof of vaccination coming out of Canada into right. the U.S. because we don't require it. And all these cities are getting pummeled. Like Niagara Falls, 40,000, you know, uh, 40,000 employees live on this tourist money. So they're getting crushed. Um, so Canada's... Uh,
0: Well, you know what? They've also decided that uh, the definition of vaccination has changed, as it's changed here, of course, uh, where it used to prevent you from getting the illness at all. Now it's just, you know, it's just uh, so you don't die or something something stupid like that. In Canada, they've updated their uh, definition. Cut number six, G, go.
8: What we also know from Dr. Tan and every other expert on COVID-19 is that although two doses still still protects significantly well against severe disease and death, two doses are not enough now to protect against infection and transmission. And that is why we are transitioning now to an up-to-date vaccination definition of what it means to be adequately protected against COVID-19 fully protected with two doses doesn't work anymore dr tam said that last friday it's now up-to-date vaccination that needs to be used when you talk about what canadians should do which we should expect of canadians and what this government should be expected to do
0: (laughs) so there you have it they want control why because unbelievable it's the only way they can control you have to get a third vaccination why what's going to happen oh they're gonna they're gonna have the the vaccine passport they're gonna try to control every aspect of your life and if you don't have the three oh. you're not considered vaccinated now they can keep you from things
1: and we'll have a global passport um rick i just want to mention one thing i know you gotta uh sh- you know show a clip you know um we have miranda divine coming here to long island yes. uh, to the america first warehouse go on get her to the vafw Uh, And follow it. It's going to be a great event aired on Real America's Voice News. It's July 13th and um, very exciting. So, um, you know, that was it. I just wanted to mention that. All right. So make sure you uh,
0: and we'll have you back because Miranda Devine, she's a big uh, she's a big get. So uh, we'll definitely have you back. We'll be talking more about that as the, as the date gets closer. But for right now, marking your calendars for uh, July the thirteenth. You said That's right? right. All right, very good. Uh, real quick, like I mentioned, as we came out of break, we have a brand new sponsor to the show. So we, we're dedicating this this next uh, this next portion of the show to our brand new sponsor, G
3: New from Mattel, Barbie's boyfriend is getting a much needed and way more inclusive makeover. Introducing. P-P-Pregnant. Let's you know he's pregnant, Aww. and his beard lets you know he's a man. Because Aww. men can get pregnant just like women, in fact, there's no definition of women. We literally have no idea what a woman is. Pregnant Ken does all the normal things every birthing person does, like chest feed, like then hide belly. his breasts Shut with chest, chest binders. Feed. He rocks baby to sleep with his supple masculine arms, and Ken, being a man and therefore a good driver, can even put baby in the back <laughs> of the car for a fun drive around town. But not everyone in Barbie World is as open-minded as Ken. Men can't get pregnant. Hey, wait a minute. You're just a woman on hormones. Shut up, bigot. Tell your birthing people to buy you a pregnant Ken today. Because why should women be the only ones who can experience the miracle of getting an abortion? My body, my choice. Available in the non-gender specific toy aisle at Target. Adjacent to the chest binders for kids. Not legal for sale in Florida, Texas, or Saudi Arabia. Pregnant Ken, not actually a man.
0: All right. Not exactly a brand new sponsor. with the, uh, the pregnant part, <laughs> or I should say the abortion part.
1: Listen, the truth hurts, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, A <it does. coughs> little graphic, but the truth hurts, that's for sure.
0: Alright, thank you for watching. That was a Babylon B, of course. Uh, thank you for watching. As always, we salute our military, active, and retired, our first responders, EMTs, firefighters, police, everybody working the front lines, the nurses, the doctors, the truck drivers, everybody trying to make your life easier. You guys at home, thank you for watching. G and Fran in the booth, David Zier, of course, Slick Rick, and and you guys at home thank you so much we'll be back tomorrow night live from studio 6b real america's voice peace